Then they said to him, Who are you, that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? Verse 23, he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. Verse 21, it says, And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you, that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? Verse 23, he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. So uh, what is that saying to you? What is that, uh, com- what message is conveyed there where they're trying to find out who he is? I mean, they already he already de- claimed that he is not the Messiah. So they're still trying to figure out who is John. And, and these different questions, he's like, are, are you Elijah? It's like they believed Elijah was going to come back. I, I think that's what, what that is. Um, and he said, no, I'm not. He says, are you a prophet? And again, he said, no, I'm not. But they want to know so we can so we can give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? And then he says what the prophet Isaiah prophesied about who he was. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. It's like he didn't say I'm a priest or anything. He says, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the, the way of the Lord. Yeah, I am the voice. You know, one thing that I think about this is just we are the voice, one crying in the wilderness. And and oftentimes Jesus mentioned in the parables, uh, the wilderness is the world, the field is the world. And so we are the light of the world, light that are on the hill, light that are appointing people to Christ, preparing the way because we could be the seed, we could be water. So we're preparing the way for the increase. So we are, in essence, like John one crying, a voice crying in the wilderness, a voice crying in the world, letting them know, I'm trying to make crooked ways straight, point you to the Messiah, point you to the true light that he might light your soul up. And so we have this mission as John did. We are not John. We're not Elijah. We're not Isaiah. We are not Jesus. We are to go and make disciples of all the world. We are supposed to be a voice, an ambassador of reconciliation. This is who we're supposed to be as Christians. We were not saved to be dormant on the church pew. We were saved to make Christ known to the world. In our church, we have this sign, right? And it's uh, it's going, it's not faced inward where when you come into the church, right. you see it. Right. It's faced as you, walk, as you out. walk out. Yeah, that sign says you are now entering your uh, your field or your yeah, mission field, the mission field. Stuff, you are now entering your mission field. Yeah. So that is the mindset we should have. We're going into a, a church. We're going into a building to be maybe some restored, um, rejuvenated, uh, equipped. But that is not. That should not be the station in which we come to. Where that that's it. That's our all, be all. 
Right. The end all, the be all, right? Right. It is supposed to be a place where we get equipped to go back out into the world and be a John in the wilderness pointing people to Christ. Yeah. You know, it's like, I say that a lot. It's like, <laughs> but it's like um, when people in the past, not, not so much these days, because I don't think they use it too much, but in the past when when women, when they were married, people presented them with China. The expensive dishware, China wear, and people would have that China, and they would display it in their China buffet, and they may or may not use it. They may never use it. It was just there for display. We're not there. We're we we were not saved to be put on display, but we are saved, like you said, to go out into the mission field into where the fields are white unto harvest. That's where we're supposed to. So people can eat off of that China. That's the purpose of China is to hold food so you can eat your food from the China, not to look at it in a display case. Amen. If you look at it from the perspective and like we know that people have said in the past, we said, oh, yeah, that right there is just for show. We are not for show. We were saved to be more than show. And we cannot be acting like we are Christians. We actually have to be Christians. And so when we go into the world, we're not showing them this, this, this facade of Christianity, of religion. Let me put it that way. Religion. We are being Christ-like. We are denying ourselves to follow him. We are picking up our cross daily that we might honor the one that gave his life for us. And so we have this dialogue between John and and the religious leaders. And he says that I come to point people to Christ. Verse 24, the Pharisees are coming who were sent by their, their hierarchy. They asked John, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah or the prophets? As if baptism was a a sign that Jesus was coming, that it was a sign that Elijah would come. I don't recall any time the prophets or Elijah baptized anybody. And we know Jesus didn't baptize anyone. So if they were looking for this Messiah to come and their signs or their indication of him being the Messiah was the fact that he would baptize people. And they did have a misconception of how Jesus would come as this mighty warrior. They thought him as a mighty warrior as it involves horses and knives and, sh- and swords and just taking out the Romans. But Jesus had a different battle strategy. He had a strategy of the heart. And when he conquered the heart, he took rule over the land of that person's soul. Amen. Verse 26, John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who coming after me is is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. So we see from that, what we just mentioned is that Jesus came in a different way. John confirms that when he says, listen, I baptize with water, but the one you're looking for, he baptized with fire, fire from heaven that the world can't receive 
<laughs> but only those that believe and receive, as the Bible says in, in John, the verses that we covered already, that have been born of God. So John understands that, hey, listen, God is doing a new thing. Y'all coming out in the wilderness to hear what I got to say, but I'm telling you something. God is doing a new thing. The Messiah y'all looking for is going to be doing things that blow your mind. He's not going to do it the same way that we, we're, we've grown accustomed to. He's going to do it a different way. You might stretch your head. You might come to that place where I don't understand. This don't make no sense. Everything going to be bounced off a of tradition. But Jesus Christ is not coming with tradition. That's right. He's, he's coming with kingdom. It's a new kingdom. Grace and truth. Yeah. Grace and truth. He's coming with something different that's going to change and rock the world even today. Even today. Even today. Father, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to reveal you and your word to anyone that will listen to our conversation. Father, you're wonderful. You're great. You're a counselor. And I know that. But there'll be people there that does not have that relationship with you. But you have opened my heart. You have opened my eyes to know, Lord God, that we, the ones you have saved, the ones that you desire to know Christ, to make him Lord, you have given us some instructions, just like John. The wilderness is all is the world we're in, the place that you have planted us. So, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, as believers, hear these words. You are one crying in the wilderness. Let the world that revolves around you or you have been planted in know that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Father, if there's anybody out there that does not know you, I pray that right now you will pour out your spirit upon them, that they might experience your presence in a powerful, powerful way, that they know that you are love and that the whole point of our existence is because you love us. And though we have strayed and, and, and gone our own way, you passionately pursue us in unbelievable ways. And I want to thank you for that, O oh Lord God. With a grateful heart, I ask that you will pour out your mercy Bless these souls that do not know you, that they might know how wonderful, beautiful, magnificent, mighty, loving, forgiving, merciful you are. Through Christ Jesus, all of these things have been displayed and known. In the name of Jesus Christ, move the way you move by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. If you need prayer or if you have any questions or responses, you can contact us by sending us an email at iwfimh at gmail.com. That's iwfimh at gmail.com.